Hello, and welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide. I'm Bryce. I'm Bradley. And last and least, I'm Randy. Oh, man, don't count yourself out. But welcome to another week at the Vanquisher's Guide. Man, we all doing pretty good. Oh, Oh, yeah. Living the dream. Oh, man, I wish I could say the same, you know, (laughs) but getting there, right? Yeah. But anyway, uh, just to start off a healthy conversation, uh, okay. what are some of your guys' favorite kaijus? Ooh. Uh, is that a gummy? It kind of sounds like a gummy. Yeah, it's like, it's like gushers, except they're, oh, true. they're all in the shape of dinosaurs. <laughs> nice, dinosaur gummies. It's better than dinosaur chicken nuggets. Oh. Man. Those are like those Ninja Turtle guys, right? No, I'm <laughs> Turns out, if you make any, like any regular food into a dinosaur shape, it instantly becomes more tasty. So true. It's absolutely true. Uh, favorite kaiju? See, I mean, I think my problem is. So my first thought when I think of kaiju, I think of Pacific Rim because that's like one of the most popular recent ones that specifically calls them kaiju's. It's not just like the fan name for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so because of that, like my mind instantly goes to that but like most of those although they're very cool i don't like have one particular one that stands out because there's just so many that come and go in the movies yeah um so i think i just like all of them in general just because big scary monster that fights robot is just awesome in my opinion wow but, absolutely disappointed in your response yeah. I, I mean that was the most offensive <laughs> response well, no, 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 no. he's, he's just, in the, he's in the worst kind of so I'm saying from Pacific Rim, I love them all. Like, oh, that's okay. the one that I think of first when I go, oh, Kaiju, I think Pacific Rim. And I go, I don't know. They're all cool. But, like, I don't have any one particular. Um, okay. I mean, the one at the end said, with, like, the, the tentacles, the, like, the tornado, that was pretty cool. I, I vaguely remember that. So maybe I just haven't seen tornado. Pacific Rim enough. <laughs> maybe I need to watch those movies more often so I can remember you don't them watch better. watch quarterly? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Plus, the uh, first one's only really worth watching. So, other than Pacific Rim, um, my limited experience has let me play... I think I've played one of the old video games, um, the Godzilla video games, and I remember playing... I had to look him up because I didn't remember his name, but it was King Yusuf. He is just fantastic. Um, he looks like a giant, like, rabid dog. <laughs> I have and, no memory of this guy. He's awesome. And I think he's his like, like special ability really like fast or something. Um I just I remember just thinking like I'm playing with like a rabid dog and I'm I'm I, I it just was so fun. Man, nothing better than a giant rabid dog kaiju. That sounds yeah. actually like just absolutely horrible on every level. It does sound relatively terrifying. I have no idea what you're talking about, though. How do you it's my recent name? experience with uh, dogs in Elden Ring has taught me anything. <laughs> I really don't want to fight that. Yeah. Um, spelling is Y-U-S-I-F. Uh, uh, okay. There we go. From the, apparently, I mean, I don't remember all of this, but he's from the Thu Basila series. Sure. That was my all first right. thought. Not too familiar. Oh, yeah, so... It, He's he's a baby that looks poor and always thin, and I just like Dang. maybe you just have a thing, like a soft spot for like 
the underdog. <laughs> so I mean, I definitely feel that, you know. But it is funny that you mentioned uh, Godzilla because I was going to say one of my favorite, and actually the one that I decided to do this episode on is Ooh. Gigan. Ooh. Gigan's awesome. Are you guys familiar with Gigan from Godzilla? Vaguely. Not very vaguely. Like, no way more than I do. Oh, man. He, I, he's so freaking cool. <laughs> I would hope he knows more than you do, because otherwise this episode is going to be real slow. Yeah. Too. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I've, I've spent uh, the past couple of days just really diving into everything I can. And like, uh, like watching stuff. all the old movies. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And no uh, some of those, uh, those old uh, movies from the the Showa period of uh, mm-hmm. are very interesting to watch now because like, at least some of the scenes are just literally like people in like these Godzilla kaiju costumes and they're just uh-huh. like shrieking and chirping at each other and slowly yeah. like very anxiously pacing around each other waiting for the other person to strike first and it's seriously just, it's a little shrill on the ears but it's just a screaming like, match in a land like kind of blank background because like most of the time they're kind of in like a foresty looking area with not much else around yeah for for all uh, of you that haven't the the shows like back in the day if you've ever watched like the old power ranger movies they're a little bit more popular the villain was always like some like dude dressed in some like weird outfit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like animalistic outfit and honestly <laughs> a lot of the uh, godzilla monsters from what i remember were somehow Weirder and worse looking than the Power Rangers. Hey. <laughs> I'm just from my remembering. They just I remember, which to be fair, it could be that I just remember Power Rangers better than they actually are. But from what well, I remember, Power Rangers looked at least slightly better than the Godzilla guys in those old ones. But Yeah. I mean if one thing can be said of kind of like that era of uh in like John kind of genre-ish of TV mm-hmm. could be is that their monster designs were extremely unique. They were very <laughs> creative and took lots of risks on them, which I applaud yeah, them. For, for sure. sure. Especially with what they were dealing with. Like, they had relatively limited, like, technology, very, very limited, like, CGI or any kind of, like, after effects. And so, like, they just had to, like, make do with what they had. And they did really good job. Like, they did the best I mean, they could. It's yeah. just what we have today can they probably had no dated in two seconds. So but. like now TV shows have like uh, like tens of thousands of dollars like per oh. episode sometimes and these shows probably had like a thousand dollars for the entire season. Yeah. So yeah. they did pretty great budgets and, and low tech, but I yeah. think it just gave it that special type of charm. Mm-hmm. And really Gigan is no different is that I think he's actually one of the most unique kaiju that I can think of off the top of my head. Like if you see him, you'll know that's Gigan. He is very unique. He looks to me like what, like if the predator creatures or predator series were to make a kaiju, that's what they would make. It would be this. So true. That, or it looks like like the final boss of like a KFC. So, he, he looks like a giant chicken. He looks like the most oh, yeah. angry chicken yeah, ever. I, I if Robot Chicken ever decided to get into the country, <laughs> so yeah, it looks like if uh, Colonel Sanders went into Pacific Rim and he yep. made his own Jaeger. I need you to make me a Jaeger that's chicken themed. 
That way we Run. can always keep people hungry. Runs on the, the grease and the steam <laughs> of cooked and fried chicken. Oh, man. But yeah, he's almost kind of like, you could uh, describe him as, I think they describe him as a cyborg alien dinosaur, which mm. is like amazing. And a... even kid me would be like, all of those words are fantastic. And when yeah. you put them all together, it's just the best. Now, I'm confused slightly by the description of that. Because, so he's a cyborg. That's pretty clear cut. Makes sense. But then alien dinosaur is, is he a dinosaur? Like, was he around during the dinosaurs, but he wasn't actually from Earth at the time? Like, he was like a crashed alien that lived during the dinosaur area or era? Or is he something that crashed landed recently that just looks dinosaur-esque and is an alien? Did he live with the dinosaurs and then is now around? What is alien or is he just dinosaurus looking? Um, sometimes yes, sometimes no. One of the... Oh, you, and you get mad at me for fence-sitting. <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> one of the weird things about Gigan is that like his origins, like his specific origin or like origin story is like always shrouded in mystery. They never really define that. Very too helpful. Much. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, honestly, <laughs> I wish I had more to say. And like, no, there are a couple of different versions, though. So I okay. guess maybe that makes it better that we just have a couple, like multiple origin stories rather than just True. one. That's fair. And like, if you think about like Godzilla, calling him a dinosaur alien makes sense, right? Because he's an alien, but you know, like alien is so diverse, especially in this universe, like how do you further define alien? Sure. Well, as a similar anatomy to some dinosaurs. So like, it's also not far off to just say like dinosaur because those are broad topics. So like, I remember when they discovered that T-Rexes could breathe plasma breath. It's the coolest day in history. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> when T-Rexes ran off of uh -huh. nuclear power, it was uh -huh. wild. Day, it's man. like, yo dude, dinosaurs just got so much cooler. How did they ever <laughs> die? I don't understand. And that's why the kaiju are the new age dinosaurs. Uh -huh. Oh man, they're all just chickens now, but... <laughs> or rabid dogs. Oof! Uh, it could also be that, like the like the title dinosaur. Maybe they're just calling them like really old. You know, that's true. Dinosaur that way. <laughs> it's just but... like when you call a really old person dinosaur. Come on, man! You're such a dinosaur. <laughs> Freaking dinosaur, man! Just like but... a really like rude insult to them oh man so rude but even though we don't have like a a super definitive origin story for him pretty much all of his renditions share like a similar story beat as to how and why he's fighting the mighty kaiju of earth mm -hmm. whether that be like angrius uh mothra or even the king of monsters himself godzilla um and basically the story goes with like all of his origin stories is that he's typically to some extent a kaiju sent to earth by an alien race as a type of biomechanical super weapon sure and he's typically always also the kind of sole flagship or invader uh of earth you know uh, yeah. he's not really accompanied by like a forest there's no like ships like backing him up or anything they literally would just like drop him in and be like, hey man, conquer the earth. Good luck. 
See you in a couple weeks. <laughs> so, like, is it because, like, another alien race... Sorry, I don't mean to, like, spoil if you're going to get go into this, but, like, is it because there's another alien race that wants to take over Earth, but, like, they don't want to... Ha- well, I mean, probably less so have to deal with humans and more so have they don't want to have to deal with the other kaijus on Earth. And so, like, wipe out all the other kaijus first, and then we'll come in and after you've killed off everything else and you can be the only one surviving, we can deal with you later. But as long as he kills off all of the ones that are currently here, is that, like, kind of their goal? Is, like, clean house before they take over or what? It could definitely be is that they're trying to, like, level out any, like, super oppressive... Uh, yeah. defenses that the earth would have you know with like other kaiju or it could be just that like uh coming from the stories that he was with like the old like cartoons and stuff is that it just kind of made more sense if there was like one guy in a suit fighting godzilla rather sure. than like gigan and then like an alien horde behind right him, you know? and it just Friend, maybe it, it's uh, just kind of stuck from there you know yeah turns out aliens are just jerks and they just yeah. did it for fun what was it battleship where like they they were like they sent a like a colonizing party first Uh right they didn't they didn't send their entire force even though if they sent their entire force they could obviously beat earth quite handily but they were just kind of like testing the waters seeing you know whatever um and so i'm imagining the same kind of thing where yes there's other kaiju on earth and they're not going to waste any of like a ton of resources like obviously this civilization is good enough to build this thing sure and end it there so like they're not like okay we're not going to kill ourselves we're just going to test the waters get this guy if we can get there then you know because who knows like what if they're sending one of these things to like every habitable planet sure yeah it's like the pinnacle of drone warfare i guess yeah that, that could be it as well um though there are some other kind of uh origins or different versions as to like how he actually is like a alpha kaiju in a similar way to the godzilla is Mm. like uh like in some versions like we said before he's like it almost seems like he's entirely built or like uh maybe has like some organic parts but is mostly built but in some versions it's said that he was like his own alpha kaiju like you're saying on his own alien planet and then was killed and augmented with cybernetics. Yo, and, and made even better. Yeah, so the alien races are like, you know what? That that Geigen there, you know, that basically Godzilla creature is pretty good, but what if we gave him like robot arms and a laser? Wouldn't that be better? I mean, that's cool story-wise and like very neat to like basically have like alien apex predator coming up to fight our apex predator on earth and like this one's been enhanced and stuff like that but like in reality what a weird decision to make like you're yeah the civilization living your own life vibing there's this terrible monster that like usually is okay but sometimes causes a bunch of problems it dies and you're like yo let's make it better and bring it back to life and give it saw hands (laughs) like (laughs) brilliant why did we not think of this before oh man could not be bad yeah i mean that might just be like an epic example of like hubris right yeah yeah maybe (laughs) 
Maybe if we bring him back to life, he'll love us and he won't hurt us anymore. He won't attack yeah, us. He won't hate us at all. If yeah. we kill him, you know, he'll be fine with it. But uh, to even uh, touch upon the alien races that controls Gigan, uh-huh. uh, much like Gigan's past, this is also like constantly changing and there's like all these different versions of the story. Right. I kind of find it funny that they didn't stick with like one just like alien race. Like right. sometimes they said it was these human sized cockroach uh, <laughs> people mm-hmm. that could like, I think they could like wear the skin of any creature that they wanted and like kind yeah. of like act like them. So they like looked like humans, you know. But it was funny in that like one of their dust scenes in the old movie, it's like like a moving PNG of fire in front of like a little dying cockroach on its back oh no <laughs> it was pretty funny but those That's are awesome. the uh the m space hunter nebula aliens what a name what a name yeah or they could uh one of the other alien races that they used was the multicolored, also human-sized insect ones called the gargoas big fan of insect aliens yeah no kidding i mean like i guess if you think of like aliens classically it's either like these weird bug things right or mm-hmm. little green men so that's true that's fair you go with the more imposing of the two well you're not you're not terrified of little green men those those guys will mess you up i mean i've seen enough um like stargate and star trek and stuff to know that you shouldn't try <laughs> the little green my brain went straight exactly. the oompa loompas so <laughs> well, oompa loompas those I are little orange men. <laughs> they have green hair, hair right? So. Yeah, yeah. green hair. Um, and then there was one other alien race that they also kind of at sometimes had control of Gigan, and that was yeah, the just... Zillions. Which is <laughs> there... a cool name. How many of them are there? There's zillions <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's kind of sounded like aliens, but it was just uh... with an X in front of it, which... <laughs> But no matter what alien race is controlling him, they all have the same goal. You know, defeat Godzilla and conquer Earth. Because I guess everybody really wants Earth for some reason. We're the center of the universe. Yeah. (laughs) The universe revolves (laughs) around us, as they say. That or maybe people just love our gold or... Oh, yeah, there you go. That would be kind of interesting to find out. Like, aliens come to Earth and it turns out, like, Something that's kind of not all that important to us is like no other planet has it. Like we need to take over Earth because you guys have like dirt. We need dirt. Dirt, dirt isn't anywhere else in the entire universe. We need it. <laughs> It'd be so I, weird. Precious, precious I have to dirt. Eat, I have to eat paprika to stay alive. <laughs> like a weird. Thing. <laughs> Our planet. We've ruined it. We destroyed all of the paprika, and now we're, it's completely barren. We've been searching the universe for new stores of paprika. We tried oregano, but that doesn't work. It's disgusting. <laughs> We've ravaged the entire galaxy of all of its paprika stores. Yours is the last bastion. The last. <laughs> we must care for it and cherish it. We didn't know what we had till it was gone. Oh, my God. Goodness, dude. Time to get away from these spice aliens. <laughs> but uh, to anybody that isn't particularly familiar with Gigan, uh, to kind of touch upon what he looks like. Um, 
first off, he has two distinct forms that we'll be talking about today. Um, he has like his classic form, um, and we'll be referring to it as classic, and it's sometimes called the Showa form. And this is named after like the Showa period of Japan, which is like between 1926 and 1989. Wow. The other form of Gaigen is his more modern form of. And this is because it's from the movie Godzilla Final Wars. Is that Sawblades one? That is the chainsaw one. Yes, chainsaw. it is. Okay, I just wanted to try and tell which one because there's a couple of pictures I've seen of him. I'm yeah. Trying to figure out which one was the uh, the cool one. That's a pretty cool looking <laughs> rendition of him. Oh man, I I love that design. Like yeah. honestly, it's such a just pop and redesign it looks difficult to eat cereal with that design but otherwise <laughs> everything else is perfect <laughs> but man is it easy to eat cheese <laughs> man he is always everyone's getting a hold of him trying to cut the turkey he's always <laughs> thanksgiving is his busiest day of the year oh geez um but to even dive into his uh, history with this classic form, it was designed in 1971 uh, by Shonen Magazine illustrator Takayashi Mizuki. I hope I'm pronouncing all these names right. Doing my best. And, Sounds good to me, but I couldn't tell you. Oh, for sure. And as he said, the idea for Gaigen was to create a monster with quite a different shape. And boy, did he, man. Yeah. Uh, well i I guess like the general shape was pretty typical of of that area but like a lot about it i think was very unique and just pretty yeah i think especially with like presuming that like kind of the redesign of him is kind of where his like mind was at he just didn't have the technology and like ability to make that a reality and so like this is kind of what he was picturing and then had to make the costume around the idea and i could see that but like otherwise they did still have to stick to the same general shape of a guy in a suit yeah like it's it's not vastly different but like i I see where they're getting from like he does have the at least beginnings of a very unique monster for sure yes and it was interesting where he this uh illustrator pulled like a lot of his inspiration from is that he pulled a lot of his inspiration from like uh junito uh kimonos worn by uh japanese noblewomen or court ladies of the heian period so these were like really ornate and colorful kimonos they're actually quite beautiful and it's it's pretty cool they got inspiration from that he also took a lot of inspiration from like migratory birds, like geese and eagles, really? as well as a bunch of other things. Uh, like I think he said he got some from his previous work, uh, movies that he had watched, also uh, some comics that he had read. So he's really pulling on a lot of different things to create this kind of abomination of a <laughs> which is great. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting because like to me, my first thought would have been, oh, he definitely just like, took this from like a chicken but like the fact that it was actually like so many other actually really cool things that he pulled it from is very interesting that like where all of like the t- pieces came from and made to become this thing is like it is a weird creation weird amalgamation yeah. of 
pieces. Yeah, it was, it's actually like super interesting. Like if you read further into it, I think he said that he got like kind of more of the body shape from like geese and the neck area particularly was kind of modeled after an eagle, which I can oh, say I, can I, see really, that. I really see it, you know? Yeah, which is that I can see for sure. Pretty cool. Wow. So like we were saying before, classic Gigan takes your typical upright kaiju form. And he comes in at a pretty, pretty respectable 65 meters, 25,000 metric tons. Oh my Bigger God. than me. These are kaiju after all. Yeah. <laughs> and he's covered in mostly green scales with gold scales similar to Ghidorah. These being yeah. featured on his belly. It's actually interesting because if you look at like a, or if you read into like when they were making the actual costume for this, they used the same scale mold they used for Ghidorah yeah, or uh, Gigan scales as well. So that's why they look so similar. I was I was actually going to ask, I was wondering if they like had leftover pieces of Ghidorah and they were just like, ah, just throw it on this guy. <laughs> but I mean, it's not that far up, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty close. But that's uh, interesting. He does have a slightly longer neck than a lot of other kaijus, and he sports a silver bird-like beak, as well as like a set of mandible-like structures on either side. So it's kind of interesting. He's almost got like this quadricected mouth, if that's the right word for it. Very insectish. Yes. Which would and... also make sense why his home people... Yeah like aliens that are like bug like because they would kind of make them look like themselves That's yeah true. i guess like that the actually... weird uh alien dinosaur comes from a weird uh yeah. insect planet you know that's actually as you said that i was looking at the uh i mean I, I don't know if this third picture is from an actual property or if it's just like a drawing that someone made but as you were saying that like it has the like blades for hands rather than like saws and it kind of reminds me of a praying mantis yeah. In that, like, it's got like the mandibles for a, a or from a insect, and then those blades kind of remind me of like praying mantis blades. So, don't know if yeah. it was intentional for that, but it's kind of neat. Kind of reminds me of that a little bit. I think specifically the uh, the bladed arms were kind of pulled from his previous work, but I definitely Makes see sense. like praying mantis. Mm -hmm. uh, like you're saying, definitely yeah. get that. Interesting. Uh, he also has blade-like fins running from the top of his head down his spine, as well as like uh, three large gold dinosaur-like sail structures on his back. Yeah. So it looks uh, pretty ornate, almost kind of regal in a certain way. It reminds me of like that dinosaur from like, I don't know what era, but like the one that has like the giant fin on its back that it used for like cooling, I guess is what they claim that it was for but it reminds me of that dinosaurs maybe dinosaurs no uh isn't the spinosaurus the one with like the plates on its back yeah those were also used yeah. for cooling but uh, oh. yeah, yeah, there's the one that just has like the sail on its back and it reminds yeah me of i know exactly which one you're talking about yeah it escapes me yeah i mean there's the unfortunately is that what it was no Wait. maybe it was the spinosaurus then because the stegosaurus is the one yeah with the Oh, yeah. Man, you're confusing me, man. All you I'm and your sorry. false information. <laughs> all good. But so all of these kind of descriptors that we've been giving for Gigan have been pretty standard so far for Kaiju, I feel. You know, like maybe mm -hmm. um, um, 
pretty, pretty unique, you know, but this is where we get pretty weird from here on out. <laughs> so he has one large eye or kind of yeah. like a red visor on his head. And I'm ready to join the X-Men with that eye. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Cyclops will be jealous. Seriously. And not only are his hands, but his feet and the tip of his tail as well are replaced with a single large metal claw or hook. Um, does does the old like the classic one has a tail? It does. I like, it? it's oh, kind of okay. hard to see it because like, yeah, they mostly have front shots. But he sure. has like a little kind of like metal hook on his tail. Oh, neat! Interesting. Cool. Yeah, I thought that it was just like a tailless. I didn't, I didn't realize that it had a tail. It's uh, kind of a little bit cooler with a tail. It looks a little bit goofy in my head without having a tail there. Yeah, I would so. think so. It just doesn't feel right, you know. Something yeah. about that. Kaiju without a tail. Feels it, it make it just makes it way more human looking because with not having a tail. Yeah. So yeah. It takes it a little bit further away from guy in a suit when to it like has a dinosaur, tail. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the most signature feature of Gigan would probably be his large circular saw running through his entire belly. And this is like <laughs> his own mechanical like buzz saw that he uses to like shred his opponents. And it actually moves. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um yeah. Like I believe in like the original suit, it had a motor that would kind of like shift it up and down rapidly. That's awesome. Kind of give it the illusion of a uh, circular saw running out of like a really high RPM. That's that's awesome. Because I like I couldn't tell if it was supposed to like actually be moving or if it was more like the ones that are running down his back where they're just like spikes that don't do anything mm -hmm. and just like kind of just decoration. But the fact that it's like an actual functioning saw yeah. is awesome. Yeah, like he'd use it to like cut through buildings and stuff, man. It was sick. <laughs> <laughs> Why use the giant saws on your hands when you could just hug the building and cut it down with the saw in your chest? No He's kidding. He's all at really close, intimate range. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking close hand fighter to a whole new level. Like, I really just want to, like, if I could ask the original designer of Gaigan one thing, it would be like, what in the <laughs> world made you think of circular saw inside of this kaiju? I mean... What? I could kind of get it because it was especially with the original like guy, the, the original costume, his arms are not really arms. They're like, a, it's, it's like T-Rex was given a single hook. Mm -hmm. It was like, it's like a T-Rex became a pirate and only had one hook on each hand, but they're still <laughs> tiny little nub arms. Yeah. So like with that design, like he can't really grab or like fight very well with his hands at all so like the best you could probably do is just like hook them with those and pull them into the saw in his chest yeah so gives it, him more it makes a lot of sense exactly yeah. so that way he doesn't just have to like rely on biting and like hooking the enemy to death he can actually like have some amount of like grip to it and have some lethality so it makes yeah. a little bit of sense with him only having hooks for hands and it goes to show that he's like like he's sent by the aliens or you know whatever the story is but like he's not there to like sit and have a <laughs> he's there to, i mean like i'm thinking like edward scissorhands like right you can't have a normal life you're just you're, you're your whole personality he's is built destruction. for war yeah what are you talking about that guy was built for hedged for me <laughs> what a peaceful happy life that guy could live he's amazing at making the most beautiful hedges 
I mean, I, what do you mean Geigen didn't want to build houses for a living? I think Geigen would be an incredible hedge trimmer as well. He actually maybe... really wanted to do like sewing. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> oh, no. His or like really were taken with the, taken from him with his hands. He wanted to be a dentist. Or something. <laughs> oh, man, what a fun dental appointment that would be. I don't have teeth, but I want to care for the people that do have teeth. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, as we were saying before, he does have a read or he got a redesign in 2004 for his uh, new movie. Mm. And this redesign was uh, sig significantly different. And it was designed by Yasushi Niruasa. And this was, like we said before, for Godzilla Final Wars. Um, it is a very cool redesign. Yes. His new form is bigger and better, now coming in at a whopping 120 meters and 60,000 metric tons. He's a big boy. Wasn't he, that... Was that... Is that more... Does he weigh more than the old version? Oh, yeah, yeah. The last one was 25. He over, yeah, he doubled. More than yeah. doubled. I was thinking the other one was 60 as well. I was like, so he grew in size but stayed the exact same weight? Man, this guy really went on a diet. He's very but, tall and lanky. Yeah. <laughs> but never mind. He... He just get heavier, so no, yeah, he he's pretty massive. Um, cool. His new body is now thinner and much more streamlined, as well as featuring like a set of blue plates covering his body, rather than scales. It, and certain parts of him also look almost like uh, I would want to say like H.R. Geiger esque, which I, I think is like amazing. Mm -hmm. He almost looks like he's wearing a spacesuit, like a like a really like advanced, like cool, like Avengers style suit, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely. Which is very cool. Um, his sails are also now red and much more pointed, and his hooks and claws are more intricate, and it kind of also distinguishes distinguishes him as like. Uh, that he's clearly augmented this time. Yeah. That, you know, he is like a cyborg. Uh -huh. Rather than just like, oh, well, maybe he's just got like silvery looking claws. It's like, oh, no, no, no. This is definitely metal. Like things that are recognizable as like augmented armor pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything is naturally in the wild growing with working buzzsaw hands <laughs> slash buzzsaw chest. Not on this planet anyway. <laughs> It's a but, weird alien planet if that's what is natural. Oh, man. It would be wild. But uh, <laughs> Gigan is, I believe, a fan favorite of many Godzilla fans. I would, I would count myself in there as well. I mean, it makes and sense. He is also perhaps one of, if not the most uh, brutal and sadistic opponent that Godzilla fights. Like He's always opting to fight his opponents up close and personal to make good use of his hooks to bash and tear at his enemies or using yeah. them like we're suggesting to draw them into his powerful buzzsaw. So this dude's pretty, like, it's pretty visceral and, like... Seriously. Awesome. Yeah, very a very, like, brutal, close fighting style where, like, he's really getting down into the trenches, into the nitty-gritty and, like, fighting rather than, like, some of them where there's, like, oh, like breathing fire from a distance or like mm -hmm. throwing stuff at each other it's like no no this guy is getting in there he is really hacking and slashing yeah 
And interestingly enough, I think he's also the first kaiju to make Godzilla bleed. Yo, all that work for a little blood. Yeah, but actually, like in the in the scenes where like he he's hurt and beaten on Godzilla, it's actually like quite a lot of blood for the time. I felt like, which was crazy. Yeah. It just shows that they were like, yeah, Gigan, he's for real. We saying this guy's uh in contest for the new nemesis of Godzilla. He's he's given Ghidorah a run for his money. Mm, I'd still say the King Ghidorah is like canonically uh. just. The, probably the best or gr- like greatest nemesis of Godzilla. I mean, that's but fair. It's, it's Gigan, a king versus a god versus just like a regular dude, like a cyborg. Yeah. Gigan might come in as like a close, like second or third. Like he's pretty close. He fights Godzilla a lot. But it's interesting though that even though he puts on like a menacing front a lot of times, he has been shown to have a goofy side, at least <laughs> in his early appearances. Uh, that checks out a little bit with that early appearance. Yeah, it's kind of funny because like a lot of times he'll be like fighting with a partner and they'll be doing like pretty well, pretty well, bashing, beating on him. And then the tides of battle turn and like Gigan's like, oh, I'm out. See you later, partner. <laughs> nope, never mind. Yeah. And then the partner's just like, don't leave me with Godzilla, man. But why? It. it Gigan, he's kind of a coward, I guess. Maybe that's why he'll never be able to beat Godzilla slash never really be a contender against Ghidorah. Even anytime the fight gets a little bit rough, he's like, nah, I'll cut and run, try again another day. Yeah, man. He just never has the guts to like clutch it out. Seriously. Makes sense. But Gigan is not all always portrayed as a villain in the 1990s show godzilla island he is shown to have a change of heart once he kind of has his trash kicked in by godzilla (laughs) he becomes a ally rather than an enemy but to my knowledge that's the only time that that happens and that feels more like he became an ally out of duress and not actually because he wanted to didn't sound like that was his first op first or choice or preference but could be but i think in the show he also like was shown to be pretty loyal to like the other denizens of like godzilla island interesting for him man not abandoning his friends that time that time maybe he was just scared of godzilla coming after him and being like hey i would beat your trash in once what do you think you are even harder this time but yeah uh, Gigan also has a slew of powerful abilities uh, as disposable, mostly thanks to his augmented body. Mm. Um, he has the ability to fly at high speeds as fast as Mach 3. How? Which, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, like me, uh, I looked up, had to look up what Mach meant, and it's just the amount of times past the speed of sound it is. Or right. like, amount of times like of the speed of sound so it basically Mach 3 is 2302 miles per hour a lot of miles per hour yes ripping man and that's while on earth but in space he can reach up to Mach 400 which is uh, 306,000 miles an hour that's a lot faster yeah no kidding (laughs) 
It's interesting though, is that he does this by encasing himself in a diamond, which I'm pretty I'm even more confused now. I was, uh, I was confused by him flying, but I was like, I don't know, maybe he's got like a jetpack in it, like part of his augments or something like that. And now I'm even more confused that he can turn into a diamond. Yeah, it's. I don't really have any explanation for it other than it's exactly what you think it is. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Future alien technology. Now, instead of turning, like, instead of getting a spaceship or like anything like that, they're just like, nah, just turn into a diamond and then just float through space. Problem solved. You don't need life support if you're a diamond. Simple as that, man. But his two single large claws are sometimes called hammer hands or hammer claws. And he uses them to stab and crush buildings and other kaiju. And in some special occasions, the tips of these hammer claws were fitted with single-use explosives. <laughs> that Which, feels... Yeah. Uh, redundant. I mean, not redundant, not I guess. smartest strategy, I would say. Reloadable explosives? Sure. Single-use explosives? Ah, that's... What if you use them at the wrong time, then you get into a fight with... <laughs> Godzilla, and you're like, wow, crap, I could really use those explosives now. Yeah, and it's funny because I think it literally almost kind of looked like just some like C4. Like, <laughs> his claws, you know? They just like toss some C4 as the, he's leaving the planet. They're like, only use these in a last ditch like, need. Like, only use them as, in an emergency because we can't refill them. Oh, man. So, also in Godzilla Final Wars, in his like modified. Uh, modern appearance he has a set of grappling hooks under his claws which he uses to grapple his opponents from afar bringing them into his buzz saw that's awesome so that's a pretty pretty useful upgrade move. yeah and then his buzz saw is sometimes called the blade cutter it is made of an unknown unknown alien alloy and is extremely sharp and durable able to cut into buildings and kaiju with ease Ooh. One of his favorite tactics being to fly extremely fast, diving in to cut his foe with his buzz with his buzz saw. I that is very cool sounding, but I still feel like there's easier ways to do that than flying at somebody with a saw on your chest and hoping to try and hit them with it before they grab you or something like that. No, it's just it's just like an advanced move of like the belly flop. Yeah, it, it did seem to be like uh, pretty effective though, but it's a belly flop that hurts them just as much as it hurts you. <laughs> yeah. It's like when in the movies, like you see two people like headbutt each other and they both just like stagger back and like, oh my head, what a mistake. <laughs> That's exactly he belly flops on top of somebody and they both stagger back and like, oof, ah, I regret that decision. That was that wasn't great. Well, never do that again. Yeah, can't can't say it would be the tactic I would have chosen. <laughs> but he also has a very powerful laser attack that is sometimes shot out of his eye and other times out of his forehead. Um, Godzilla F- Final Wars further expands upon this, calling it the Scattered Light Beam Gagarium Cluster. What a name. Mouthful. <laughs> Holy... And it showed that it was a laser that would split just before impact, causing many explosions and proved to be very devastating. So it's kind of like a flak laser cannon. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's it was very cool. That's fun. One charge, then you know. 
Yeah, that's the that's the downside. It's only got one charge, just like the explosives. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, they they really didn't like build this guy for prolonged battles. Like yeah, that. he is a one trick pony by every definition. Oh man, um, but he he does use it multiple times though. Uh, but uh, Godzilla: Final Wars not only upgraded Gigan's laser, but all. After being defeated partway through the movie, he is then repaired and upgraded with some new weapons. Ooh. Most notable, as we've Randy's kind of been discussing, I'm sorry, is that instead of his simple, plain old hammer claws, he now has two large chainsaws on either hand, and these were nicknamed the bloody chainsaws. I mean, were they were they nicknamed that, or that's just the description of what they were? I mean, yeah. it works for both, but I think this was the like official like nomenclature for it. <laughs> very creative nomenclature, very creative nickname. Hey, it man. taken hours to come up with. I love it. <laughs> uh, but he would not only use these chainsaws offensively, but he could also use them to propel himself at high speeds for short distances. He would kind of use them like, like tank retractor. We yeah, kind of like use them like <laughs> tanker tractor treads, you know? So That's I guess awesome. like Naruto run if you're like on your belly-ish. <laughs> and he yeah. didn't use his stomach saw to do that already? Come on, what a mistake. <laughs> oh man, it's kind of hard driving on one wheel, you know? Yeah, true. When you got three or two, it's a different the, story. The way that like, it's kind of sounds like, have you? If, I don't know if you've ever seen the videos of like the guy's I assume they're in Russia because it's an weird, it's an insane thing to do. So Russians would do it because they're wild. But they've got where like they're on like skates, and the video that I saw, the guy was like wearing like only like shorts, and that was it. But he had, had like ice skates on, and then a chainsaw, and he had this chainsaw down on like the ice, and it was the the force of the chainsaw that was pulling him across the the ice. That's lake. exactly it. And that's exactly what this sounds like, where he just like puts it down on the ground and just like pulls him across the ground. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's, and what a weird image to have. Whoever the heck did that, man, that sounds very dangerous. Oh yeah, it it looks so terrifying. That's why I'm like, it's gotta be like somebody out in the middle of nowhere just like, yeah, hey, well, I've got a chainsaw and skates. What can I do with this? Oh, this sounds fun. But <laughs> They go zipping around the lake in this video. It's actually really cool, but I would, don't think I could ever figure out how to do it. But chainsaw and skates sounds like a good like Tuesday night to me. Apparently, Geigen's got it figured out. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was also fitted with the ability to fire two flying razor discs from slots in his chest, though these oh. proved ineffective and more of a detriment to himself in the end. <laughs> Would those consume like the chest saw and like make it so he couldn't use the chest saw anymore, or did they like, like, was he shooting out the actual saw from his chest and then losing that saw for the, for good, or was um, it something else entirely? So, um, basically, it was like a slot where like his nipples would be, basically. Oh, excellent! <laughs> yeah, and then he would just shoot out like these glaives or like boomerangs. Yeah. Okay, why not? Why not? What else are you gonna put into your kaiju monster? Why not boomerang nipples? Uh, I guess you could upgrade his tail with more spikes uh, so he can impale foes like a scorpion. More spikes. You never enough spikes. Never enough. Like we just gotta reach the point where it's a giant ball of spikes and they just <laughs> go around. 
That would be great. Just chainsaw, drag himself across the ground, just spikes everywhere, just unmenace to society. Jeez, the master of caltrops. <laughs> the most dangerous <laughs> weapon of all. Yeah. But in all of his media appearances, he is always shown to be a tough opponent. He's able to take plenty of punishment before he dies. And unfortunately, it seems like he always gets beaten. I oh, honestly God. can't remember a specific. Well, I guess he wins against people that aren't Godzilla, but Godzilla okay, well, always beats him. Really easy to beat ants up and when they're like one fifteenth of your size. Well, he, he like wins up against like a giant spider, I think. Oh, yeah. like other like other kaijus. Other minor kaiju, up. yeah. I thought you meant like people. He yeah, he beat that one singular child that was twelve years old. Yeah. It was a I tough fight. Meant, like, I was like, yeah, he's beating up a bunch of people, but they're also like the size of his toe, so <laughs> not a huge impressive fight. Oh man. Yeah, but even if he does die, he is able to either revive himself or ends up coming back upgraded. This feels like cheating. It honestly kind of does. Like, I think that one of the techniques that was specifically named the ninja revival technique is <laughs> when he, like, he gets beaten, Godzilla's walking away, and he's just like, gets back up. He's like, I'm alive yeah. again. With the power of my anger and the belief in my friends i can come back and beat you again i'll oh, never man. be defeated he's just like a classic anime protagonist <laughs> my friends believe in me yeah some sources would even say that he is immortal or that he is immortal as long as both his claws stands gazed kind mm -hmm. of a, a dumb move to put bombs on his on his claws then just saying, just putting that yeah. out. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like his job isn't to survive. His job is to cleanse the planet and to kill everything. So, like, if he's, like, gotten down to his last fight, there's only one kaiju left, if him and another guy, then, yeah, I suppose, like, as the last-ditch effort to kill the other kaiju, he could just blow up his claws, killing the other guy, and, yeah, he dies. He can't come back, but, like, he finished his mission, so problem solved. Yeah, yeah kind of like a... Almost like a suicide bomb, yeah. If brutal, probably yeah. But uh, and some of like the other video games and stuff, he had a couple other miscellaneous abilities, such as spewing flames from his mouth, or the ability to teleport short distances. And he even had a pretty cool like super move in some video games, uh, where he would energize his claws and spin rapidly, becoming like a whirlwind of destruction. Nice, that's awesome like a, a blade tornado yeah basically and then as for some battles of significance uh he faced off the king of monsters several times even in his first appearance in the 1972 movie godzilla versus gigan <clears throat> so to quickly recap this movie he and king Ghidorah are mind controlled by the m space hunter nebula aliens who send them to earth to destroy it but as the duo are wreaking havoc on a city, they are attacked by Godzilla and Angris. An epic battle then ensues where the fight begins to slowly move to the Nebulon's outpost, which is in the world children's land 
And with the help of the Nebulon's powerful laser from Godzilla Tower there, Godzilla is almost defeated by the space duo. Nice. So if you just take both of the really powerful other monsters, both Gigan and Ghidorah, they can almost kill Godzilla. With the help of a laser tower, yeah. With, with the help of lasers. I feel like maybe Godzilla might be a little bit too powerful for his own good. At this point, it's just, like, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, he has a little bit of, like, protagonist syndrome, I think. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I can't really fault, like, the show for wanting to always have a good ending, right? You know? I mean, sure, the yeah. hero's triumphant. Yeah. You can't fault him for that. I mean, but... it's a trope for a reason, because, like, people enjoy it, so. Yeah. Makes sense. Everyone likes a good ending. Yeah, but even though Godzilla is uh, nearly defeated, a group of humans then successfully blow up the tower, ending the Nebulon's control over Gigan and Ghidorah. Save. Humans are important again. Yeah, mm. they're relevant. Gotta weasel them in into the story somehow. Yeah, but now were they drinking the fluoride water? That's my question. Excuse me? In the uh, new uh, Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah. They're always talking about drinking the fluoride water. <laughs> Their weird side tangent with the people of how the water's mind controlling them. That was so random. Such an odd side story that makes no sense. It's just like the entire time I was just like, I just want to get back to the fun fighting. I don't care. But yeah, it it was definitely a interesting decision. Turns out this entire turns out the entire like Godzilla series and storyline has always been based off of mind control and stuff so they were just bringing it back to the roots <laughs> so i can't really blame them for that yeah i i guess like i can kind of see it now <laughs> still not my favorite story beat you're just not educated i guess regardless oh, yeah. um and now to get to the movie that we've referenced a lot and man this movie's just great it's so over the top, and I really love Gigan's betrayal in this. This would be a Godzilla Final Wars. When is Gigan going to come into the next, the new movies? Because I think that would be awesome. Willie? I mean, forget about, I don't care about uh, Godzilla, like Mecha Godzilla. I could not care less about that guy. Bring in Gigan. That guy is so much cooler than Mecha Godzilla. I mean, Mecha Godzilla is pretty cool, but I hear what you're saying in that. I feel like that could be a next logical jump. I think so. We've conquered everything on Earth. You know, we've beat the best that humanity had. We've also beat the second strongest kaiju mm-hmm. and, uh, on Earth, being King Ghidorah, you know? So now let's see what the Z- the Zalians have. Yeah. The Zillions have. The Zillions, like, sending down a, a <laughs> space mecha Godzilla or something. <laughs> it's probably a thing, but you get what I mean. Probably is. But so in Godzilla Final Wars, uh, this is where they choose to do, to do the story of where Gigan originally invaded the Earth thousands of years ago, but oh, okay. was defeated by Mothra. My dude can't even win a little. <laughs> <laughs> can't even beat a moth, man. A dang moth, man. Feels bad. Uh, he is then found in a mummified state by the Earth Defense Force, and the alien race called the Zillion- Zillions then awaken him to assist in their conquest of Earth. 
Later in the movie, when he is battling Godzilla, it seems as if Gigan might defeat Godzilla as Gigan has him bound in his two grappling hooks and is pulling him towards his buzzsaw. But with two blasts of his atomic breath, Godzilla decapitates Gigan. Brutal! Yeah. Catch a break. Yeah, no kidding. Poor guy. But don't worry. Gigan then comes back upgraded and better than ever in his uh, previously mentioned modified form. Where he's got a fully robotic head. Uh, I think his head is significantly different, and this is the form that has the chainsaws. Right. So oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. ready to tussle, man. <laughs> I just love the idea of him losing his head, and he's like, all right, cut off the arms, too. Let's just go full send. Rebuild yeah. it from the ground up. Like those claws, they were stupid, man. But or these chains idea. amazing. These will do it. As Gigan is again having his rematch with Godzilla after he's upgraded, Gigan is also accompanied by Monster X. Oh, uh, his guy played by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I don't think so, but Ryan Reynolds <laughs> probably loves to play like Godzilla. <laughs> 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 um, his old. Gigan's old me- nemesis, Mothra, then joins the fray uh, oh. on Godzilla's side. And Gigan tries to quickly dispatch her with his new razor discs. And although Mothra easy- easily dodges these, Gigan catches her with his laser beam. Nice. And she like bursts into flames. And oh. he's like, oh, yeah, man, I finally beat somebody. Gigan briefly celebrates, but his previously fired razor discs that he cut and boom around back and decapitate him. No. No. (laughs) Come on. That was his one opportunity. He was totally going to win that time, too. Yeah. I 100% believe in him. But if that wasn't already like the worst to add insult to injury mothra that was now on fire then flies into him causing him to explode jeez add insult to injury then mothra just freaking suicide bomb explodes on him dude absolutely ridiculous man but yeah that movie like is interesting though because like props to them most of the movie is filmed with like an actual like guy in the suit and there i think there's pretty limited like cgi of the of Gigan, which that's is pretty impressive. Cool. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's like definitely looks like a CGI creature. It doesn't look like the clunky like costume that the originals had. So that's impressive. Yeah, they definitely like the the costume makers for like Godzilla kaiju's definitely had their craft down. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Like even though like it still kind of seems like a cheesy like B movie ish. Like I don't know, I'd I'd still say it's kind, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, what it is. I mean, it's definitely one of the more. I mean, like you said in the beginning, it's one of the more unique creatures in the universe. Not only because of his like design, which I mean is relatively unique, but also like the story of him and his origin, and like the way that he can just keep coming back, kind of like almost like Doom or uh, what was it, Doomsday from. Uh, yeah, dude. Oh, he just like keeps coming back. Yeah, it's like that's actually a pretty neat idea of him, like theoretically always coming back stronger and potentially eventually going to end up winning. It's just kind of unfortunate that like they kind of it feels like they 
screwed him over in the end by like forcing him to lose, but yeah, still, what a shame. And man, and like some of the other stories, like like he has like several, like I think like four or five rematches with Godzilla, and it gets like progressively better and better and better until he's even like incorporating like nano machines and nano metal that allows him to like rapidly heal any wound but then godzilla is just like super atomic breath and just yeah him. so you can't heal through laser breath you can't heal if you're disintegrated yeah <laughs> now can the nanobots can they heal cancer is the question he just laser breath him with his radiation and just walk away and let him have cancer let him suffer through that. Oh my gosh. Like, there you go. I would disrespect. You didn't, you didn't beat me in 30 years, you'll be dead. Man, I just gave you colon cancer. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Why? <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely love Gigan. And just a, a few more pieces of trivia. I, I thought this was just too interesting to not include. But communist Geigen. Of course, there's a communist Geigen. Yeah. Why I'm, wouldn't I'm there here be? For that. <laughs> yeah. In an interview with author uh, Renji Oki, he explained an unused idea by anime anime trilogy writer Gen Rubuchi had, and in this bizarre version of Geigen, uh, he was referred to as a worker. <laughs> <laughs> the story goes that he was modified by a former Soviet scientist. And <laughs> in this version, he was a bright red instead of green, with one of his arms being a hammer and the other one being a sickle. That's awesome. That's so good. Oh, man. I wish we could have gotten uh, to see that. That's but... so good. Oh man, there's I pictures love, of it if you really want to look it up. But I love communist Gigan. Why is that not a thing? Right. Why do we not have that in a movie somewhere? It's just so... hammer and sickle and just <laughs> what well, I feel like every like series ever, any like thing has to have some crossover where somebody becomes a communist. Like we've got Superman that did it. Looks like Red Sun, yeah. With the Red Sun. Uh, Marvel did it a couple of times with a couple characters. Like everyone's got to get in on the the communist craze of like, yeah, let's paint them red and give them a sickle. Marvel just did it with the Black Widow. Yeah, I mean, that's just true. true. That's true. Captain Soviet. <laughs> I mean, he was around for a while before. He's not. Like, well, I'm just saying, a like new creature, but yeah, like have done it. Like he just was brought in to the MCU. I forgot about him. So like, I mean, dude, so good. Yeah, it's just a cool aesthetic, though, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a, like red and yellow is a cool color concept and cool color scheme. So, like, it is a neat look. But, and with that, it actually kind of reminds me of uh, earlier, I was thinking, Gigan kind of reminds me of like the Iron Man of the Godzilla universe. Because, like, every time he loses a fight, he just like rebuilds himself and like makes better weapons and better tricks and, and tools and comes back in to try and win again yeah a little bit so little bit. no i mean i don't think most of the things that he's adding onto himself are made by himself they're usually made by other people but still it's like the iron man of godzilla everyone's favorite kaiju um, 
I do just want to see a communist guy again fight Liberty Prime. <laughs> <laughs> fight of the century, man. Uh, but, a match yeah, made in heaven. Um, I know we kind of briefly touched upon this, but do you guys think that Gigan could be a future member of the MonsterVerse? Like maybe the next Godzilla movie is featuring Gigan? I absolutely do. Yeah, I think he has tons of potential, good like history. Um, I don't think he's ever had any big conspiracy theories or anything around him. No. <laughs> but uh, no, he's I th- communist. Except yeah. for he's communist, apparently, yeah. <laughs> but no, I th- I think he's got a lot of potential. I think yeah. I think not only does he have a lot of potential, but like he's a very easy character to kind of like adapt to whatever you kind of needs since he like he does have some amount of backstory already there that they could run with and like change but like he also is relatively open-ended like they haven't really used him so many times that he's pigeonholed into one particular story so i think he has a lot of room to be able to be changed or slightly varied to be whatever they need and i think the story that they so far have told in those movies would really work like we were discussing earlier with bringing him in basically godzilla's beaten everybody on this planet so let's what if a, aliens decided yo let's send in and try and fight him with our creature yeah so. i i could totally see them like introducing that as to like take the the cinematic universe like an extra step further you know mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if they're ready to add aliens in so i could see them not being crazy about that but yeah, they already introduced uh, Ghidorah as a uh, alien. You know, they said he yeah. was Earth. So. But I think there's a difference between like an alien creature stumbling upon Earth and like crash landing or whatever, and like just being here versus like an alien species out there sending a creature to us to try and fight us. Oh, definitely. Like, I think this is like a little bit of a jump to it, and if they were to do the story with Gigan having been sent from another alien race. I think it'd be odd to never see that race and like that just be part of the story that, oh well, yeah, he was sent from these aliens, but we're never going to look at them. I think it'd be odd. So I feel like they would need to show us, but it would well, be... Well, that's why they just have the Soviet scientists make him. There, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Problem solved. Communist <laughs> guy again. Or I guess you could do it kind of like Pacific Rim style, right? That's true. In which, it like... crawls out of the ocean. Well, it's just like uh, there's like this alien race and then they just they send him as a thing as like a invasion force. And you briefly see them, you know, when like humanity like strikes back or whatever, or maybe hinting at something bigger. I don't know. Yeah. But you could do it like uh, like uh, what is it? Independence Day where they just like they have to deal with the ones on Earth and then stop the invasion and the aliens, the rest of the alien like civilization is like all right well we tried never mind yeah the ones that were on earth got destroyed so it's not worth sending another infantry yeah totally i could definitely see that as well but very cool character i think it would be very cool to see him showing up yes i i very much wish for it but i i think that's all that we have for you today with uh our legendary geigen oof so, thank you. I didn't you know I had dreams for that series, but now I do. <laughs> thank you very much for that. <laughs> You're welcome, and thank you all, everybody that's listening to for uh, continuously just uh, listening to this, 
to these episodes, you know, like we really appreciate the support. And just as a reminder, you know, that we are available on other social media platforms, such yeah. as Twitter and TikTok. At Twitter, we're at uh, Vanquishers Pod. And what are we on TikTok? Brad? I think it's just Vanquishers Guide. Yeah. Neat and simple. Oh, easy Same to as find, yeah. Podcast, yeah. <laughs> and if you uh, have any suggestions or any creatures that you want, you can tweet at us. And uh, we can uh, look into if you have anything that you particularly want, you think is a really cool monster or a really cool creature that either you would like to know more about or that you think like people would really enjoy, you could let us know. Yeah. If you have a favorite kaiju, you know, we could uh, yeah. be covering that. But I think that we will see you guys all next week. Have a wonderful week. Bye.